you deserve something, but someone else got it instead? Hi everyone, Coach D here, and welcome back to Standing O, where we share stories and conversations that help you win your confidence. Our topic today, it's personal. For me, at 14, it's like you're looking at me in a doctor's gown under fluorescent lighting, zoomed in on my biggest, darkest secret because that's how I felt. I felt that someone else took what should have been mine. When I was 14, I could not see my jealousy. What I saw was unfair, mean, fake, and about a hundred other teenaged emotions that had nothing to do with me and everything to do with her. Ever been there? See, running was my thing, my thing. I was the coach's kid. I was faster than all the boys. I had the posters of the Olympians like Jackie Joyner-Kersey and Michael Johnson on my wall. I was to be the it girl, the superstar. Well, at least in my world, that's how I planned it going. She didn't love running. She often made that clear, yet, She was good, like really good. She was the superstar. She was the one all the coaches gave the baton to. She was the one they talked about. She was it. Bottom line, she was better than me. To 14, okay, and 15 and 16 year old me, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel fair. I should be winning. I should be getting attention. I should, I should, I should. Those were the lies I sold myself that somehow I deserved what she, what my teammate had, that somehow she didn't. What I failed to realize was that I was jealous. I was jealous because I wanted to win. I was jealous for the affirmation and the adoration. I was jealous because my reality, it was less than my dreams. I had accepted this disillusion that she somehow had earned these things in spite of me. Jealousy, without my knowing, consumed me. My jealousy ruined my potential. Jealousy limited my talent. Good just became better than her. Jealousy controlled my effort. Enough was enough when she said it was. Jealousy robbed my passion. Beating her became my sole purpose. I was no longer in control. My jealousy was. I no longer focused on my goals, on my development, 
as an athlete or even my effort. I only measured hers. She became my standard, not my goal, not my best, hers. Back then, I couldn't see. I couldn't see this. I I couldn't recognize the damage it was causing me, nor the fracturing it was doing within my team. I could have accomplished so much more, but I was too focused on her and not enough focused on me. Jealousy ruined my potential and it ruined my team's potential because we were both good. We both could have done so much together for our team, for each other, and for ourselves. But I simply chose not to. I bought into this lie that there was only room for one of us at the top. The truth is, My jealousy was not her fault. It was mine. Anything I did not earn was not because of her. It was because of me. I also wish that back then I knew it was normal to feel jealous. Yes, normal. Jealousy has always been this this ugly word, this feeling that you hide behind because jealous people are bad people right? So even if back then I didn't recognize my jealousy, I sure as heck didn't want to admit that I was because I didn't want to be a bad person. Deflection is always easier than reflection. Because if I stopped and actually looked in the mirror, I would have had to admit that some of my shortcomings were my own doing. Back then, I struggled in silence. I struggled to put tangible words to my teenage angst. I don't share this story or this struggle of mine for any kind of sympathy or judgment. I share it in the hopes that it can teach you something, that maybe it can help you feel that you're not alone. My hope has always been that if I can share the skeletons in my closet, more of you will start talking. Because it's those secrets, those silent struggles that keep us from our potential. They keep us from joy and they keep the fractures in our team growing. Today, I'm more self-aware than I was when I was 14. I've done the work. I've had hard conversations. I've read and I've studied. If you follow the Enneagram, you'll understand when I tell you that I am an Enneagram 4. Basically what this means is that when I feel stressed or insecure, I often sink into envious thoughts and patterns. With more self-awareness and practice, I can start to recognize when I'm slipping back into those patterns, back into those thoughts of, I'll never be good enough. Why do they have that and why do I not? See, back when I was a young teenager, I, I had no recognition of these feelings. I had no recognition that these, were, these feelings were signals of something that I needed to deal with. And therefore, because I couldn't recognize them, I had no positive ways of coping with them. So let's flip this. Let's flip this story so you don't have to struggle with jealousy. First, what you must do 
is recognize your jealous feelings. When we can recognize our feelings and our thoughts, then we can better know how to handle them and how to deal with them. Jealousy is a tough one because it's hard. It doesn't have a clear cut emotion like happy or sad. We understand uh, when we cry, we usually understand that that means we're sad, right? Jealousy, it can look a lot of different ways. So for example, jealousy can feel like anger or irritability. You're mad at everyone and everything and you don't know why. You get frustrated easily. You snap at people you care about. You're mad, but you just don't know exactly who you're mad at or why you're mad. Jealousy can also feel like self-loathing. Like, I'll never be good enough. Like, kind of like Eeyore, right? It's always a bad day. Why, you know, you feel like, why do I even bother? Why do I even try? Everything I'm doing is just not working. It makes you want to quit or give up. Jealousy can also feel like anxiety, like everyone has everything and you just don't have enough time and she did it. So why bother? Why will you, you will never get anything you need. You have trouble sleeping and focusing and your thoughts, they just feel scattered. All of those jealousy can mix and mingle in all of those different emotions. So recognizing that you're having these emotions, these feelings and these reactions, it's important. Because they're a trigger that this is not your normal. This is not how you normally think and feel and act. So when you're feeling hijacked by your emotions, by your feelings, that's your clue. I'm recognizing that I'm not feeling right. There you go. That is a big step right there. Now, now you must cope. For me, I didn't, I, I coped negatively because I couldn't recognize them. So I just kept on this spiral of bad behaviors of things like gossip or, you know, just digging into conflict or not addressing my own problems or working harder. I just found different ways to get out of certain things. Those are bad coping mechanisms. So how can we positively cope once we recognize these feelings? For me, the best coping mechanism is journaling because my thoughts, they just swirl and swirl. And I always feel like there's a million things going on, but when I can take a pen and a paper and I can just write them out, it's just, it's freeing for me. It's like been the best life hack that I have found. It helps me clear my mind. And usually that's the only action on those thoughts I ever need to take, just getting them out and safely putting them between the covers of my journal and then I can move forward because for me if I don't put my thoughts there they just grow and grow and grow and they become something that they're not so for me and something that I always recommend is getting a journal and just putting it all out there that's one coping mechanism for you another one you might want to try is some form of movement like a walk or yoga just something that helps you release all that excess energy or, you know, aggression that you might have and just helps you clear your mind and do something outside of your sport. Another coping strategy for you might be music or art or some other hobby, a place that gives you peace. It takes you out of your sport, out of your team and out of your current environment that you feel stressed in. And you can just lose yourself 
in the feeling of it. And finally, another coping mechanism, it might turn out to be a hard conversation. You know, you might have your emotions and your feelings of jealousy might be mixed in with some conflict. So having that hard conversation might be what you need. Something like, look, I'm feeling this way. I'm sorry if my actions haven't been kind. I am doing my best to cope and not make things worse. I also want to preface that having a hard conversation isn't always with your best friends. It should be with someone you trust because you don't want it. There's a, there's a line between gossip and actually like having a conversation that's beneficial. So yes, sometimes your feelings may turn in the need for a hard conversation. Just make sure it's with a trusted person. My best coaching advice is the five minute rule. In the sport of track and field, you have kids competing for the same spot, it feels like, right? And that's, if I look back to where and why I struggled with jealousy, it's be, it's because of that, because we were teammates and we were trying to get what felt like the same goal. And it often felt like only one of us could have it. And that's where the tricky thing is, is because you you want to be a great teammate. You feel like this person you work out with every day is your friend, but you have the same goal. And so that's what's tricky to maneuver. And so that's why the five minute rule has worked for my teams. So what I tell the kids is after a race, you are allowed to say, or even a practice, a tough practice, you are allowed to say, great race. I'm happy for you. I just need five minutes. And then everyone agrees that that space and personal time, it's normal and it's okay. And it's respected because it can go both ways, right? So the five minute rule is a great way to kind of A, give language to the recognition that, you know, you have feelings to deal with. And two, it's a positive way to cope with them. It gives you five minutes by yourself to do what you need to do. And then you can come back and refocus and be a good teammate and be ready for your next race. So in closing, I hope that you know that you're not alone, that you're not crazy or bad or mean for having jealous feelings. What you do with them, however, that is the opportunity for growth. I hope you learn from my story that the longer you deflect and ignore your jealousy, the longer you will struggle with it and the longer it will take you to reach your goals. That's what I would tell my 14-year-old self. Recognize your feelings. Take the time to find the root of those feelings. And then take the time to cope with them. Because you deserve that. Thank you for spending your time here with me at The Standing O. I truly hope our stories here help guide you to have more honest conversations with yourself and within your team. Thank you for sharing and subscribing. And as always, I'm Coach D, and I'm cheering you on.